And welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to the High Button Podcast. I'm your host, Justin Boulanger. Thank you very much for tuning in to today's episode. Make sure to head over to iTunes on the app, podcast app. Give us a five-star rating, four-star rating. I appreciate it. Leave us a little comment. I'd like to hear from the people that listen to this podcast. What do you like? What do you don't like? You know what I mean? So if you could head over there, I'd appreciate that. It is the High Button Podcast on the Apple iTunes app. Do it on your phone. If you don't have an iPhone, go on over to your laptop and figure it out from there. I appreciate that. Little things like that, like I just said, that allow the company to grow. Also, head on over to highbuttonsports.ca. Make sure that you pick yourself up a champion quarter zip. Stay warm. Summer's around the corner. Spring's around the corner. But those nights when you're around the fire, you're going to want to stay warm. These champion high-button sweaters are great around the neck. Keep you warm, keep you toasty, and most importantly, it'll keep you looking good. So make sure to head on over to highbuttonsports.ca, pick up a quarter zip before they are all gone. I appreciate that very, very much. Uh, Today on the High Button Podcast, we have Graham Benjamin, all the way from Global News here in Halifax, Nova Scotia. Graham's been on the podcast, I think, two times before, maybe three uh, he's a guy who's, uh, he has his, he has his ear to the railway. What is it? What do they say? He has his ear to the street. He knows what's going on. You know, myself, uh, I'm, uh, I'm a studio rat. I just live in the studio and work all day. And he's out doing the real work on the street, reporting, finding problems, finding solutions. And he's just a well-respected guy within, uh, the HRM here when it comes to trustworthy news. So I'm excited to have Graham on the podcast. I'm Justin. We're talking to Graham. This is the High Button Podcast. Here we go. You know what comes next. We're going? We are going. On GarageBand? Yeah, let me just check. Yeah. Jesus. Where's Anyways, Graham, oh, welcome, to welcome, Graham. Good to see like you. Every time I come in, there's always something different. Like before, it was like this table was over here, and the TV was over there, and you guys just always restructure. I love it. The goal, like my, the reason for this, is because my dream is to have like a couch in here. You're, I every I think and, you listen back to every podcast yeah. we've done. You're like, we're getting a couch. <laughs> it's just we're getting that. a couch in here. It's gonna be great, and <laughs> everyone can come hang out. But I mean, pandemic, you can kind of attribute it to that. It's this poll. Is that pole? Yeah, it's the you, pole. There's nothing you can do about that. Because you you like you can get couches yeah. that go from that pole to the wall, but the back would be right up against this desk, and you'd be really close to the TV if there was a couch there. Is there anyone using the bike during any of the podcasts at all? No, not during the <laughs> bike. No, no. Right. We could we could do the podcast. I get another one. We use yeah. bikes instead of get chairs. Get the cardio in while they're gone. Yeah, but no, thanks. <laughs> I you know I like it. No, I just love it in I here. Still I love it. Talk to you guys up whenever I get a chance to. I was just saying, yeah, I was talking to. Some of the morning show team, we'd like to get you on doing some of that stuff too. Oh, so, how yeah. early is that? It's early, man. Yeah, it's just uh, that's the new change that happened recently since uh, starting. I've been doing the morning show now. So, yeah. Uh, the shifts generally start at 4.30. Oh. It's, uh, I know. The alarm clock goes off at 3.45, which kind of blows. It's nice that I live right by the station where I can actually like just, you just walk? roll. I, I drive in. With the, <laughs> so I literally live like probably a five-minute walk, but I still okay. – you save like three minutes in bed, and you're counting out like minutes yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah, so, yeah, Jesus. Yeah, but I, I'm also producing the show as well sometimes yeah. whenever that uh, producer's off. So this morning I was up – alarm clock went off at 12.45. And, whoa, whoa, whoa. Yeah. So what time do you got to be in at the office? 4.30? 4.30 generally when I'm doing the reporting side. Okay. But when I'm producing the show, that shift goes around 1 to 9. 1, 1.30. Okay, wow. No one's wow. there at that point. So you can Jesus. kind of come in at 1.30, yeah. So what did you do this morning? You have to compile the whole newscast, essentially. So it's the show goes 6 o'clock to 9 o'clock. Closer to the mic, yeah, sorry. No yeah, yeah. Show goes 6 to 9 yeah. in the morning. And um, you pretty much take the content from Halifax and New Brunswick put it into a regional newscast yeah um and then at the top of each hour there's local news uh then it goes to national headlines and then it goes into local interviews which we're hoping to potentially get you guys on for sometime soon sweet um yeah but you have to create a three-hour live newscast every morning so it's a lot to do on your own especially because they don't get multiple people at that hour there's one of us who does it so yeah it was just kind of just kind of me rocking it this morning so is it weird being in an office with no one else in it and you're just sitting there at a computer editing it's not that bad there is one editor who comes in so like i'll write the show around 1 30 to 3 yeah. and then an editor comes in to make sure that everything looks visually right mm. so um they don't trust not, they don't trust your input bad well like like not like a 
writing editor, like a video editor. Okay. So like uses the editing software, the things that you'll see rather than the written words. I know. Okay. I see yeah, what you're saying. You know yeah, what yeah, 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 yeah. So he comes in around three. So you're honestly on your own for like hour and a half, two hours. Eh. It's just kind of like writing and you're, you got the coffee and you're going. Yeah, you definitely. It's like around five or six when the show's about to start. You need that like second jolt of energy to yeah. keep going. So we had Willie Palov on here once and he's yeah, the writer I saw for the, the yeah. Moose Heads and yeah, the Q yeah. and he had very similar, I guess, background story of when he first started out about deadlines back in the day compared to deadlines now because it was harder to get an article in because there was no email, I think he said, or right. something like that. Yeah, that's kind of beyond my... <laughs> yeah, but, <laughs> it, but he was he always brought up, like, pressure of getting a story in on time, especially if, like, you know, the, there's a story on totally. uh, a different time zone and mm. you need to have it printed by a certain time. It was really interesting the way he... Uh, well, yeah, I mean, it's all live. Went like, through it. The live newscast that I'll do... You're live at a certain time of the day. Like you have to be ready to go at that point. Yeah. So I was just telling Jeff actually. I was up um, at uh, the Guardian Pharmacy on Tuesday. They were doing the first vaccines for pharmacies. I saw there. that. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. I was yeah. doing like live hits outside of there. That was you? Morning. Yeah, that was me out there. Yeah. Uh, yeah I should have popped in. <laughs> Wait, you were interviewing people, or you just had the camera? Going? I was doing live hits. So like, what I'm does that mean, live of, hits? So like, at the top of each hour, like they'll have Paul and Elise in the studio. Yeah. And then they'll throw to me, and I'll just be outside the pharmacy. Oh, be like, hey, I'm outside yeah, the pharmacy. Yeah, yeah, this yeah, is where yeah. the first vaccines are happening and yeah. then kind of break down how it's all going to work throughout the morning yeah. so that's kind of what you meant on deadlines okay. like you kind of got to be ready to go for yeah. six seven or eight but we actually had like a lot of technical difficulties tuesday morning up here yeah, yeah. For, so you have something called an ifb where you hear the show in your ear okay and you'll call in so you call oh, in the curly like, thing yeah the curly thing yeah, yeah, you yeah. see like the delay that people made fun of us for yeah 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 um so you call in and you're a little bit behind in the program and for some reason, my calls kept dropping. I don't know if it was too cold or anything, but like it was 5.59 and my call dropped. And luckily I had a camera operator who was there working like inside the pharmacy. So he came out and helped me, but I couldn't hear the show. And that was probably my worst life. <laughs> really? Oh, it was terrible. I watched it back. <laughs> I got so flustered. So yeah, don't watch don't watch the 6 a.m. one from that. That's it was, hilarious. It is rough. But, I love that yeah. mistakes like that happen but, on I mean, live yeah. TV. And then you got to just shake it off and move on and be ready for 7 and do it, yeah. do it all over again. I love it. There's so many, like, we, we get people in here from the Eastlink crew that go and film games and they talk about, like, you know, they got to Drummondville last second to film a Moosehead game and the game started in 20 minutes, but they couldn't connect to oh, something. My God. The wire wasn't long enough. There, there's so many stories about tech difficulties i remember when we first started to do live streaming um jeff can attest to this a little bit we didn't understand the rule of when you have wiring you have to duct tape down or else someone yeah, yeah. could trip on it totally. so remember we, we i still kind of struggle to this day because you have to have long enough we have so many wires totally. in here because we go to so many yeah. different rinks and we don't know the dimensions so i remember one day we were at a tournament and this is i think right before covid so there were still a lot of people in the rink and we had this orange wire and I think two like old ladies tripped over it. I thought we were going to get sued. <laughs> like I was so nervous. And then there was, it was like one of those double rings. I don't want to laugh at old ladies. Fun, I know. Like, that's still and of, like yeah. one guy that was streaming on the other rink, he's like, hey, rookie move, but here's a roll of duct tape and yeah. just toss it to us. And the whole day we're just duct taping these learn. wires. I, yeah, how you yeah. learn? Absolutely. And I think my calls were dropping because I think I was clicking the side of my phone or something, which was dropping the call. I don't know. But I was talking to the technical guys, so yeah. we're trying to figure out why the calls were dropping. But you learn these things as you screw up. Oh. And then you go live on TV, and you're like, I don't remember what I just said for Man. that last minute. But Man. 100%. Yeah. When I was at school, they would literally say to us, they were like, if there is like a production that goes through seamlessly, like it just doesn't happen. Like, like no, totally. Yeah. Prepared. No. You like, need there to There is going to be yeah. a technical difficulty no, every single production you do for your career. So those guys that would literally just – be like there in the studio just to like troubleshoot like totally. things oh yeah like, all of us are running around and like how do you do this and the guy just knows how to do everything and he's like man like i'm just like it just happens like like when working in tv nothing ever goes smooth you and gotta... there is a benefit to screwing up there's a hundred percent when you're in that position and the feeling that you get when you screw up you're like i never want to feel that again so you're going to take every step that you can to make sure that that feeling doesn't come back because just me like looking at a camera thinking of all the people watching being like i you know you got to figure yeah. out what to say after that so example for us was when we were live streaming so i don't know if you ever felt the pressure of hockey parents Probably maybe have maybe on, on. I've heard of them. Like you've heard of <laughs> them, but have you ever experienced felt the wrath? No, not not right to. So like, to let me paint a picture. Like, yeah. let's say you're starting up a company, and the majority, you know, it's this company, and you want to live stream, and you know it's great. You know, parents are gonna love it. You know, the kids are gonna love it, but you don't really technically know how to do it. So think about how parents love watching their kids, and they're not allowed in the ring. How passionate they are, and they want to oh. see their kids play. So I'm in. No, I'm somewhat smart, but. 
I left our company phone number on the website, meaning my cell phone. So the first week we go in and do these live streams, I have no idea how really to do them. I'm somewhat doing them. I'll film the first period, second period, no. So then parents are just pissed. The amount of phone calls and texts I got from hockey parents and the amount of two weeks, I know exactly that feeling. You don't ever want to screw up ever again because that's the worst feeling in the world. Yeah. You do want to scream at the parents and say, fuck off. You you know, you no, want to say totally. these things, but no. that's exactly the same, the feeling of, okay, I don't want to screw up again. And now we do them like nothing. We just, because we've gone through every, almost, I think almost every situation of screwing up a live stream right. seamlessly now. Well, that's what our, our station actually experienced that. It wasn't directed at us, but it was directed kind of at the province mm. when uh, they came in and, and re- took the restrictions back when there was like eight new cases. Oh, yeah. And then they took away some of the in-person games and everything. Oh, my God, the messages that we were receiving. Yeah. It wasn't like directed at us, but it was directed at the province for taking too strict of an approach yeah. there. But that was when I kind of got the experience from a, a hockey parent. Yeah, we've, we've had yeah. the benefits of the hockey parents though too. Oh, 100 percent. Oh, yeah. The, I don't want to. You don't want to talk back. About. Remember, like, well, yeah, the there, the there's, there's a they, they helped us out. There's a yin and a yang to it. Did I use that correctly? A yin and a yang, sure. a good and yeah. a bad. 100 percent. The hockey parents when they come together and they unite and want one common goal and for their kids to play. Yeah, it's unbelievable. And you look at that, and you, I feel like the, almost the rest of the world should take that as an example. Look at the power of a bunch of people coming together, working towards one goal, and how successful it is. Totally. You know what I mean? You look at that, and you're you're you joke about it. We sit here, oh, hockey parents, man, hey, they'll do anything for their kids. Yeah. But no, man, it's insane what hockey parents, just a group of people in general, not just hockey parents. Excuse me can do when they come together to to go fight against one common goal and achieve it with them. What was it? Four days? Dr. Strang said, okay, we're shut down for a month. Yeah. And then he's like, all right, four days later, hockey's back. But at the same time, you have to look at it maybe like that is the best approach because you know, now I picture if there was a spike and there was 50 active ca- more cases that came in, then it could have got dragged on for more than a month. We had a week, we had to deal with it, and then it was brought back and, and we can go back to some form of normalcy. So yeah. I'd rather that approach yeah. personally than than kind of not and looking at other provinces, Ontario and Alberta, how they've handled it mm. and just watching it get out of control. I'd rather us to kind of, you know, and, yeah. and I feel like that's been able to allow us to live this form of normalcy Freedom. for some, to some extent yeah. for like the last at least six months for sure. It's going to be, did you see in Texas, I think for the home yeah, opener again, it'll be interesting yeah. to see how that plays out. Like I haven't looked at the numbers in Texas, but. Do they have a lot of vaccines there right now? Like I, I haven't. Well, I, there's more in the states. I don't know particulars for state by state. I know that America is vaccinating more per capita than Canada is for sure. Yeah. But um, I saw that they're kind of, kind of taking away mask mandates for businesses and everything like that. So, but you look at how they handle it, and you look at I think Sweden, they kind of went more of a. Um, mass immunity approach where they didn't have any restrictions and they've admitted that that was the wrong approach too mm. and then you look at places like new zealand that have like one active case that kind of cut shut the whole country down yeah and i mean they're still able to live that form of normalcy so i've always been leaning towards the you know strict side of things and, and making sure that we yeah. you know can actually you know it sucks for a week or two but then we get back to some kind of yeah. some kind of normal have you been to one of these press conferences with Dr. Strang? Have you physically been there? I have, yeah, actually. What's the vibe? It's funny because there, there was one day um, I went in there, and I, I don't know if this was the worst idea, but I, I like I felt like something kind of tingled in my mouth that wasn't feeling 100%, but like you're supposed to stay home and COVID. do that. And I went in, and, <laughs> like, I, and then that day was when all the cases were spiking, and they had like the testing at the Dome. So I went the next day and what do you, I got what tested. The dome? What do you mean? Where's Remember the... they had testing at the dome? They had like a little t- like the, a pop-up. The, like the club? Like the club. This was back in November when the second spike was happening and everything Really? Like no, that. I don't remember that. Anyway, I went in there. I got my test done. I was negative. But yeah. like for I went into one gov to the press briefing and was like, I hope I don't give Dr. Strang anything. <laughs> so how many people do they let in there? There's probably seven reporters, but they're all spread out. Yeah. Um, it was good. I, I'm a big uh, – I recommend that they actually have them in person because – Why is that? Just, I, I recommend – I don't like the structure that's kind of of these press briefings where mm. it's like you get one question, you get one follow-up, you go to the next reporter. One question, one follow-up. Because it's just not a natural uh, press conference. You look pre-COVID, you had reporters being able to kind of yell questions. Yeah, yeah. And then it kind of, you know, puts them off their, you know, gets them off their game a little bit. When it's so structured and the province is, you know, kind of telling reporters how to ask questions, you know, you're kind of leaning on a little bit. It's, Interesting. it's a little controversial. Interesting. And then it's, but it's been structured that way the whole time. And yeah. when McNeil left office and Rankin came in, we thought, man, maybe we might see a little change here. And there has been, but when it comes to the actual press briefings, they're Tuesday at one o'clock, Friday at three. Like we know when they're going to happen. Yeah. Uh, what's going to come? The same kind of questions. They go in person, then to the phone lines. 
So I, I think that reporters are really advocating for just being able to ask questions if they have a question. Yeah, that's if, kind of freedom of the press. If you're allowed 50 people in one place, why can't you have 50 people in a in a in a room? Right. Yeah. I, I mean, again, it is you know the premier and their and the yeah uh, Dr. Strang who are running the whole operation, so they need you know a little, safety, a little more cautious. But uh, yeah, but uh, from the overall vibe of things, it's um, I don't know. It's it, it's better than just calling in because. And that's the good part about doing this morning show position because sometimes you're calling into those press briefings yeah. and, you know, you're the 14th reporter to get your question in. You're and like, then you're, it's all vaccine questions yeah. right now. Yeah. So every question that you had is already asked. So you're like, all right. What am I even here for? You're just scrambling to – you have to ask something. Yeah. Right? So, yeah. Like you're a kid in class and the, uh, the teacher's answering everyone else's hands. You're, and that's, then by the time it gets to you, you're like, oh, well, Fantastic reference. Already. That's what it is because you don't know when it's going to come. The press briefing's about an hour. They're going through every reporter. They're doing these, like, small town papers and like amherst and cape breton and you're like get to us like <laughs> you know we got a newscast at six o'clock we got to get together so it's just that you know it's always a scram especially when the press briefings are at three then they're always late start like 3 15 3 30 yeah and then they go till 4 30 and then you get your question answered at like 4 15 then you had a newscast to Jeez. put together for six so it's always just i don't i don't miss that i miss don't miss calling into the briefings for that 100 percent. and they're so just repetitive at this point when yeah you know when there was a spike in cases and when things were shutting down and restaurants were closing yeah you know, that was happening it made sense but you know sometimes now it's like Ugh. what more can you say what dr strang has probably said everything there is to say yeah and we know that but we still our names called to ask questions yeah kinda gotta, you kind of have yeah, to just rebuttal it and just figure something out to ask yeah so it can get a little contentious in there too there's a little back and forth which is kind of is there kinda i like that a little, yeah. little keep everyone on their you know, toes Strang was going at going at reporters for a bit then had to come back and apologize i saw someone that said like someone called him old or something i think someone I heard that. someone I, said like dr strang you're in I the age think of I know getting who did that. i don't want to like call him out in this <laughs> I, I, I do know exactly who did that <laughs> i saw rank and he like laughed it was funny <laughs> it was good it was uh no i don't i'm not gonna say it i don't do you know on. who it was though that's so funny i remember seeing the i didn't watch the briefing but i saw kind of the on Twitter afterwards, and was like, "That's hilarious! <laughs> don't do that." <laughs> oh man, they're like, we, Mark. I don't know if you've met Mark. He's usually where Jeff is now. And I he, did meet Mark. You yeah. did meet Mark. He's yeah. every every um, what do you call them? Announcement briefings. Mm. He's on it like white on rice. He's just okay. What's going on? And he gets a little note and pad, and he like makes sure that's awesome. Because because there's a lot of sports you know sports For conversation sure. there. Rinks open, things are open, so he's always on top of it. But he we put it up on the big screen here, and we just. And, like, it's crazy to Watch. think, because when they first were starting, I was watching briefings pretty much religiously. The yeah, Canada you got briefings, it. Uh, like Remember the Trudeau, Trudeau, the, yeah. the beard? And, yeah. Know. We're actually at the year anniversary. Today is the year anniversary of when they announced that it is a global pandemic. And no. this was, do you remember that big Wednesday last year? When, like, I, I remember I was uh, I was playing dodgeball. It was a night when, like, everything, Twitter, like, blew up. Yeah. Um, they announced, it was Rudy Gobert tested positive. And Tom Hanks. And Tom Hanks. <laughs> we were, like, and we didn't know about it. We thought we it was, like, like deathly. Tom Hanks yeah. is going to die. Yeah. Everyone was yeah. convinced that Tom Hanks was dead. Yeah. And we thought Rudy Gobert was going to die. And Trump closed the border to Europe as well. And then they shut the NBA down, too. All that happened in, like, an hour and a half. Yeah. And we were at, like, a dodgeball game. And this all happened while we were doing it. We came back. We were like, what the hell is going on? Yeah. And then slowly, over the next few days, it was like sports leagues were shutting down. Government offices were shutting down. Everything just yeah. – it's, it's crazy to think that was, like, a year ago from, from today, Thursday. We were at the World Women's Cup oh, in really? Halifax. Yeah, because that was a huge thing happening, too. Or no. It was about it to wasn't. start. It wasn't. It was sorry. It was the uh, CIS men's hockey. That's what it was. Yeah. That's what it was. Mm -hmm. And we were up in the the press box. And if anyone sneezed, if anyone coughed, tensions in the air. Yeah. I remember I took the bus down from where I used to live, Clayton Park, to there, and going on the bus. The day I think it was this Wednesday it you're was, talking it was, about. It would have been Wednesday last year, but Thursday today. But. And I remember just getting on that bus, and you could. You could smell the tension in the air. Who's got it? Who's really? got it? Yeah. Who's looking? Every single way. It was freezing. Mm. Every window on the bus is wide open. Every window. Freezing oh, on the bus. But you got to get fresh air in there. No one knows what's going on. And you think about this time last year when mask mandates weren't even in the conversation. They came in July. So there, you had all these people on a bus all crammed together, but windows open. And we thought that was just an effective yeah. way to boycott yeah. COVID. Yeah. When like, we've learned so much over the last year about yeah. it. That it's uh, it's crazy to think that how we like, I, I see old photos of our newsroom of us watching those briefings and we're just all maskless and just kind of like yeah. still crowded around watching them and we're like that I was uh, yeah. I was in Toronto yeah. training to I was working for the Blue Jays or I was gonna start work I was literally in Rogers Center 
uh, on my break, like when the NBA got canceled and we were all like reading on our phone, like the yeah. notification, it was like, go Barry's out. And I was like, well, this isn't good. Like no. space jam. Um, I was like, Oh, like hopefully the MLB will still play. And then like within like a day, it was like done. <laughs> was NHL after, was like, done. And it touched all the reporters. Yeah. Uh, and there was, and there, yeah, I was like, I was like in there. I was like worried. I was like, Oh my God. And then like the subways are empty in Toronto. Like my school, school had already been shut down by that point yeah so it was literally like grasping at straws and then yeah. that was like the day of reckoning it's the, such a weird right? time i know the amount of friends that i've had moved back from toronto yes same it's like that oh my god same yeah like ben richardson you know ben who mm-hmm. i was having beer with the other night mm-hmm. and he was telling me the story like his mom called him that wednesday or thursday and was like hey look things are getting pretty serious you might want to come home for a couple weeks because at that time we didn't think it would be a year mm-hmm. she's like all right you know a month latest two months so he just put a couple like hawaiian shirts in his bag and took a flight home to halifax he's been here ever since yeah you know and so Which i feel is- so many other people are you know at that situation at yeah. their mom's house or okay now i gotta am i gonna they're trying to figure out their future whether it's in the big city or whether or not it's here yeah well i've been i was telling jeff i've lived here my whole life like i've never moved but a lot of my friends did that move to toronto then moved back so for me it's great like all my buddies from toronto are all now back and they've kind of like kind of restarted themselves here which definitely is, which yeah. is awesome so I mean, you know that, for, that's literally what i've yeah. that's literally what i've done yeah i, I never planned i left last summer saying well See you later, Halifax. Yeah. You know? And, and some then... people are still working for their company up in Toronto. Mm-hmm. Ben is. You know, he's still working for RBC up there. So Yeah, same with it's... my friends too. They're working for banks in Toronto. They're just they're just doing it from home here. Yeah. But they're they've looking they're looking for property here because the market in Toronto's so crazy. Yeah. And, you know, it's it's a lot better out this way. Yeah. Even though it still is crazy out here, it's it's way better than what, yeah. what Toronto and GCA is. It'll so. be interesting to yeah. see how this affects the economy yeah. here within the next couple of totally. years. You know, all these skilled individuals that could be working in other cities, but now they're home. Jeff, for example, like really skilled guy, he's been helping us out a lot. He should be up in Toronto working at Sportsnet, but totally. yet he's here and he's helping us working on things that I have no idea how to do you know it's but the fact you're working during a pandemic yeah too, is yeah. already kind that's of what a i always say so, exactly that's yeah. true I so people i'm like i'm part of something that's like growing when yeah. the rest of like the industry is like you know sinking. yeah <laughs> you're just you know seeing all I mean? these layoffs it's through bell really media lucky. that happened there a couple weeks ago so yeah. sad you know oh, yeah. which is it's frustrating from being in the industry and watching that happen to just extremely talented people yeah so um yeah it's like you said you're a part of something growing rather than yeah. those industries that you know, they're bringing in yeah. bringing in people to do other people's jobs. Who yeah, are just and I think in time the sport media industry will re- rebuild itself totally. up as the live events and like as they get people in buildings. But as of now, it's it's like shrinking. Yeah, anything the there's part. a market for. People are yeah. people aren't going to stop wanting sports. People want sports more now because yeah. they haven't had them in so long. Right, it's a distraction too. It gets your mind off what's really going exactly. on. It's just yeah. like all right, I'm going to sit down, have a beer, watch a baseball game. Oh it's my good, god! Like know? just when baseball, like even spring training returning, like oh my god, oh. Like just something to watch. Something that's just yeah. not like these stupid Netflix crave shows that you just like are watching because you yeah. want something else yeah. to do. Yeah. That like Tiger King. That was like I mean, the first. That thing. was that, that was, was the weirdest yeah. thing. Yeah, that was first big like. Yeah. Pandemic. Everyone's yeah. at home. Huge show came out. Like ninety percent of the people like in North America watched it. I just feel like for the next two months we're just gonna be like, Oh, remember this time last year? I remember <laughs> what we were doing this time last because there's nothing else to do. Yeah, <laughs> just nothing. Like, yeah. When sports are shutting down and everything like that. Like it's, yeah. yeah. Oh. oh yeah. Netflix was huge back then. Still is, but that 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 Tiger King. <sighs> there were so many trends <laughs> the first like four months on Netflix. There was a yeah. couple other ones. That yeah. What was that show about to the chess? I guess uh, that was actually yeah. pretty Queen's reason. Queens, yeah. That was good. That was yeah. good, yeah. That was another, that was not to the same degree, I don't think, but, yeah. but people were buying chess, the surge in chess players and yeah. people wanting to get in chess competitions was astounding. Yeah. But yeah. no, it was crazy to think right, way all the way back then yeah. to where we are now. I even today just looked through my tweets just to see like w- how we were reacting to it as it was happening. It's just so, it's so weird to think of how you're viewing it and you know, these briefings are happening all of a sudden and now we're just so used to a briefing every day. It's, yeah. It's 52 weeks of it. Every point, single day. So. There's yeah. something. Yeah. How was the energy up during the vaccine? Like, did you ever see people get, not kicked out, but like, no, sorry, we don't have enough vaccines for like, you? at the pharmacy? Yeah, right up here. Um, it wasn't too bad. There was a few people who just thought they could come in and get a vaccine, and that's yeah. not really how the, there, there's a, a very strict protocol on how it's working. So this was Moderna Pfizer vaccine for people 80 plus. This was strictly for yeah. these people who go to this pharmacy or, or, or pharmacies in the area. They could get it through that method. It's just another way that people get 
could get the vaccine rather than you yeah. know these open clinics that are coming up or through long-term care or things like that. So how do these people, do they have like a card? Like, okay, here's my card. Now they would I get call my vaccine? in before. And that was actually a big problem beginning of March, but you had kind of people in the 80 plus demographic having to like go online to sign up their appointments, which is you know, yeah. not really their, you know, te- generally not really their strength. Yeah. Um, so that was a whole issue. Plus the system just overall crashed too because of the Did amount it? of inquiries. So, um, that was one uh, pharmacy clinic. There's another one in Shelburne that's opening up, as well as Port Hawkesbury and I think uh, uh, Spring Hill. Okay. So those are opening this month, but they want to, I think, get 10 more by the end of April. Mm-hmm. So, um, but yeah, no, w- while I was there, I got there around six. There was no one really there. Then they were setting up around seven. Uh, and eight o'clock, you started really seeing people people rolling in. How many people? Well, I mean, it was kind of like an elderly group that were coming in. So it was like you know, walkers more, and yeah, stuff. Yeah, more slow moving. But yeah. it was just nice to honestly just like, holy crap, those people are finally vaccinated. Yeah. Like, like check it off the process. list. Process. And let's move on to the next. Yeah. And, and the process now is getting to that younger demographic where I think the AstraZeneca vaccine is now for people 63 to 64 rather than, you know, because yeah. that's the, I think it's only a 60. Two sixty-five percent. Yeah, that was a big break. That was yeah. a big break for them that they're able to give it. Like they're able to give it to the younger, like the younger the group. Par- yeah, yeah, it's like yeah. I think they're what they're doing like sixty-five to like fifty, like seven or fifty-five or something yeah. like that, which is like parents and stuff. Mm. Like both my parents will get it yeah. with that age range. So yeah. it's like. It's just like that optimism. I think with the vaccine is, I think really mm. that's what's resonating with people right now. Mm. Um, well, I know it is for me. Like yeah. I think every Friday we've gotten like a new vaccine that's been approved. It was Moderna two weeks ago, and then it was Johnson and Johnson last week. Johnson and Johnson's just the one needle too. Johnson isn't Johnson's it? just the one. Yeah. yeah, but they still need shipments to come in from where the where they're based out of. Yeah. So like I don't believe that Canada have access to them okay. at this point. So it's the warm weather too. Warm weather's coming. Oh, back I know around. it's beautiful out today. You know? It's like twelve degrees tomorrow. I think that <laughs> finally people are starting. I, from what I've seen, people are actually starting yeah. to feel out of the, exactly. out they of the re- seasonal depression. They, yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah. The Pond's freezing out front, but whatever. I don't care. Whatever. <laughs> we bought a heater down here the other day. Did right yeah. to the left. It's, it came a little late in the season, but it'll do its part for now. That's fine. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. No, it's you're right. I think just this, it's crazy what warm weather does for people too. Yeah. yeah. I like, don't think the stadium on the on the ponds are happening anymore. Yeah. No, I think it's over. I think that's done. I saw some people last weekend actually. Was there? Yeah. They kept the, it going. Yeah. I drove up to Bridgewater last weekend in those smaller ponds off the side of the highways, like going out to Tantalan and out there. Yeah, yeah. And there were some frozen ones. But if you're on that big lake, the big lake's not God, frozen no. anymore. Not it's just safe. those little ponds. Especially with like I said, twelve degrees tomorrow. Like I think that's is that what the, it is tomorrow? Yeah, twelve degrees tomorrow. Like get your get outside, hit a patio yeah. if they're open. If I, I I've heard I've had a different answer from a lot of yeah. people. Has it been a quick year for you or has it been a, a slow year for you? Uh, it was there's kind of gone up and down a little yeah. bit. It's whenever the news cycle gets crazy, yeah. it's just it flies by. Yeah. Like when I look at when the second wave happened in late November, December, I look at December and I'm like, holy crap, like that, Flew you know, by. usually like December is like a festive Christmas time. I didn't feel any of that. Like it just was, yeah. it, it's just done. Yeah. But then there's been kind of January, February coming along and, you know, switching positions and, yeah. uh, you know, it, there's been a little bit more of a drag. Yeah. Uh, but I mean, when we look back at April, I think I talked about this last podcast, just the messed up news cycle that that was like, that's just whole month was a blur. Yeah. Right. So no sleep. Just go. It's just, just go, 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 go. It's just you're, you're on your phone whenever you're not working. When you're working, you're on your phone, just yeah. watching for everything that's happening. And yeah. you're just, you're only thinking about news. So yeah. it's nice to kind of disconnect whenever you get an opportunity to. The yeah. one thing that I love about those go, 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 go months that we don't get an opportunity to do now is, uh, is travel. You know, if, if I do go to New Brunswick for an event, mm. if I do go to Quebec, if I do go to Toronto and I'm working really hard, it's nice to be able to. refresh your surroundings i guess and then it's a reset button that's one thing i'm struggling with right now it's so much repetitive don't get me wrong like it's uh, to answer my own question i think it's been a really fast year but it's been a really fast year because we've only done my uh, podcast mic'd up and a talk show those are probably our three a little bit of clothing too has been a little sprinkle of freshness within the company but it's the same three things over and over and over and over again in the same rinks and this talking to the same people doing the same things like it's great like we're doing our best job to innovate but i find being able to do some of the similar things in new brunswick in quebec in pei i'm so excited to see what you guys got in store like it's just it's gonna be great i know that you guys have so much potential when it comes to those markets and yeah like because if if it's interest in Nova Scotia you're going to have that interest in other maritime yeah. regions it's not like we've hit a wall or anything but I just feel like there's so much more of a 
demographic out there that we should be reaching and we're not right now because you know in order to come back to nova scotia you got to chill for 14 days it's like well you were saying a lot about that i think you're saying last time there was interest from like the states of your mic'd up yes our our tiktok you know our demographic is 75 percent american 25 percent canadian yeah so we'll do mic'd up uh, videos here from hockey teams and we'll have you know a soccer team from oklahoma a football team from california be like hey do you guys come mic up our, our team like when that can happen like that's just it's going to be awesome you know yeah. yeah so it's exciting from that perspective but that's one thing that i i love about a hectic schedule is travel mixing a little travel yeah it what just, would you do in different sorry Jeff. no i was just gonna say it's like creatively like it also kind of stops you creatively. Like you went up a couple of years ago to Ontario to do that video behind the scenes of the uh, of like the the Telus Cup or whatever, right? That's what it was. Like just like other ideas for content, like you said. That yeah, exactly. We just can't Fresh. Do. We just can't do like right now. Like yeah. it's podcast. It's live streams. Yeah. Like you and can it, me- it best, messes with you a little bit. Like totally. You'll sit there and be like, "Am I working hard enough? Exactly. Or am I doing the right things? Am I?" there's never a downside of traveling with work i found totally. we could make a mistake in pei but at least we're in pei and there's eight new people watching this video yeah. you know we there's i just find there's no downside of traveling and getting out it, it, it's a reset button for you it's a new way to create new content i i just ah, fuck, what I would be the first it. thing you're gonna do when you can go out to a different Man. province that's a that's a great question because I, I can't there, answer that. I, I have no idea yeah, what's going on. There's so many different things that you want to do. No, I know like it. One thing I was mentioning to Ben last night when we were grabbing beers, it was nice to have a couple friends living in Toronto because you know you always got a couch to crash on. Mm. You know, if you want to go up to Toronto, go to a Leafs game, film a behind the scenes, something. I was like, okay, great. I got Ben up there. I'm gonna sleep on his couch. I'll, you know, I'll, I'll pay. I'll pay the flight. I'll come back, and that's just something to do because you have friends all over the world, or all, covered, at least all yeah. over the country. Yeah. And right now, it's kind of not so much. It's I feel leaning yeah. back a little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely. But to answer your question, I, I can't answer it. To answer your question, I can't answer it because I don't know what's going on in other provinces once totally. this is over. Yeah. You know, it's... Yeah. Well, I feel like the... Is the Q getting started up again in New Brunswick right now? I know their case numbers are kind of on the low, so no. I thought that they're... I th- maybe they are. I think New Brunswick... Com- yeah. yeah. Maybe New Brunswick teams are playing New Brunswick teams. I think teams. that's what's happening right now, but I... I Halifax I is only playing Summerside and Cape Breton. Yeah. They're playing, yeah, the Charlottetown and, and Sydney. Or, yeah. Uh, the Eagles, sorry. <clears throat> but... Yeah, I'd be interested to see what you guys have in store for when you can go mm-hmm. to different provinces, for sure. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. Yeah. Good way to get out do something. Yeah. What about you guys? Has anything changed? Or I guess not changed, but is there anything that you guys are looking forward to, like in the news industry once this is well, all we, over? We have like a market in New Brunswick, so we have reporters that based out of there, so yeah. we're still able to provide New Brunswick coverage. Yeah. Um, what's nice about this morning position is just being able to travel the province and just see different communities in Nova Scotia. I was mm-hmm. kind of telling you a bit before. I uh, went down to Liverpool uh, there a couple weeks ago. There's, like, this accessible playground they're creating. Cool. But you get, like, a whole day to, you know, talk to the people in the community and, like, integrate yourself in more rather than rush in and rush out and, yeah. you know, get a story up for 6 o'clock. You yeah. Get, you get a whole day there. You get to, you know, really see how the community can benefit from something like that. So I think just finding more opportunities to do stories uh, yeah. along, along those lines. Went to Lunenburg, actually, on Monday. There was uh, a... Yeah. Uh, a, a restaurant where the whole community just raised twenty two thousand dollars to keep them going because the last couple of months have been pretty brutal for you know these restaurant coastal, industry, especially coastal communities where they're like their industry is tourism, right? Hundred percent. So they got them through the winter months. They just kind of catapulted them, helped them build a new patio. Just telling those stories, I'm yeah. really looking forward to yeah. finding those within Nova Scotia, and I yeah. think just. Now it's as soon as the pandemic restrictions are lifted, it's just kind of takeoff for us. We can we yeah. can go full. Force. It'll be interesting to see how the tourism industry responds within these summer months. I think right. the tourism industry mm-hmm. is going to boom, mm-hmm. not boom, mm-hmm. but I think that the people that are within this part of the world are going to you know maybe go to restaurants a little bit more, maybe go grab that second beer. I, I just feel like oh. I, you know I, I really want to go down and support Dirty Nellies. I really want to go down and support these bars. I, I want to. Mm-hmm. It's what the. I guess this province needs, but it'll be interesting to see if people come from other parts of the province. The summer was pretty good last year for everything open, right? Like it kind of, it kind of did feel like, you know, people were going around Nova Scotia, like visiting like different places. Like, I feel like the, like the summer was actually a pretty positive time. Yeah. It was like when it kind of got colder again and the the second wave came, but like looking back on it, they must've had like, Pretty good, at least Nova Scotia tourism numbers. Yeah, in some of those places. The, the the thing that's so detrimental to the industry here is just the lack of cruise ships. And they announced this summer that there's no cruise ships again. So the Restaurant Association of Nova Scotia is pretty much saying 25 to 30 percent of restaurants in in Halifax that's aren't going to be able to make it yeah. because of cruise ships not being able to come in. Which you know it makes sense, but yeah. it it's this summer it'll be pretty representative of 
how people can make it through and support those local businesses without the cruise ships there because mm. that's essentially what kind of keeps tourism uh, afloat here yeah. throughout the summer months, right? When I was working at uh, the hotel downtown and the tourism uh, or the, excuse me, the tour or the ships, mm. cruise ships would come in, payday on tips. It's like those people yeah. come in and they're just you know, from the States, you know, can you go up to my room, bring down my bag? Yeah, sure. Boom. 20 bucks. Like that's not usually the, yeah. like $20 tip. You got to valet a car, bring up some bags and then make dinner reservations for someone. But like these people would come in and just be like, yeah, do you mind just grabbing my bag right quick out of the car and just bring it into the lobby? It takes two seconds. Boom. 20 bucks. Yeah. Like the, the amount of money that you could make in the summer as a concierge in the city of Halifax from june july august and even a little bit of september because september those ontario parents come in to drop their kids off at dal or smu and they got those big suvs that they're renting they're staying in the nice hotel and they're hanging around for a week because they want to make sure that their kid gets settled in so you'd stick there and there'd be parents from ontario staying in the hotel for a week make sure you get their number make sure you get their car and you're kind of like you're their personal concierge and boom you can go home with a 100 bucks in your pocket yeah but yeah it's not like that anymore. Yeah, I know. It'll be interesting to see how that kind of shapes down this summer. What? But, I mean, but the... It's tough. It's the, just the, tough to hear, you know? It makes, like like you said, like, when you think about it, those people coming in, they're going to yeah. go visit their restaurants downtown. Yeah. They're going to, like, people like to come into Halifax because it's, like, you know, from Ontario. Like, when I was in, living in Ontario, everyone was always saying, like, oh, I really want to go visit Halifax. Like, i got to see Peggy's Cove. I want to see yeah, like, it's a thing. Citadel Hill. I want to, like, you know, and that's that's a huge thing, like you said. Well, there was some optimism there last week. Rankin said that there are discussions happening uh, about reforming the Atlantic bubble without Newfoundland. Newfoundland is, I guess, not part of the consultations right now. Okay. But it's, uh, they're considering New Brunswick Premier, um, Blaine Higgs, as well as Dennis King and PEI. Oh, yeah. They're actually having a meeting soon to, you know, reform this thing. So hopefully we can get that going because i want to go to new brunswick from a personal standpoint 100 yeah i got a nephew actually just born last last month oh so congrats I'd like to meet the little guy at some point what's his name so, uh john michael john maybe, michael yeah, baby j is <laughs> baby j i like it. really excited so <laughs> you know i want to get out to like fredericton area where they're living to, yeah. to meet him so because you still have to isolate when you come back don't you that's if you do yeah but with run, the bubble like that's kind of gone right like if they get if they form that bubble again so i think there's a lot of people wanting to see their families and their connections between nova scotia and new brunswick yeah those pei trips yeah. too Oh, and the PEI trips, trips, yeah. A lot of people, summer PEI trips. 100%. Sign me up. Yeah. Yeah. Anything planned for you this summer? Anything? Uh, trip if you can, like anything you like to do? Honestly, we were not really. Like a lot of majority of my friends around here have cottages. So we kind of right. just cottage hop. Like what one week we'll, we'll go to this guy one totally. week. So we'll do that. But we were talking about next uh, March if things open up was um, Martok. No, what's, it, what's the one in Quebec? Oh, Mount Tremblant. Mount Tremblant. We're talking yeah, about yeah. Mount, Mount Tremblant if things open up. Because yeah. we recently went, or I recently went for the first time to ski Wentworth. Never skied before. Really? Never. Because yeah, yeah. I was a hockey. A yeah, hockey. yeah, yeah. So I never got no, around I'm, to skiing. I, I say really, but I've gone like once or twice. Oh, have you? <laughs> it's like not, not a lot. So. so I went and I just, I fell in love with it. It was just like, I was saying to them, it's like, I'd much rather go to like Denver or Mont Tremblant to a ski resort rather than go to Dominican on a beach now, I think. 100%. I love the culture. I love how you're active. Yeah. I like how you're active, and then you can go into the ski lodge, have a couple beer, then you go back up on the mountain, get some food. I I just like how you're active, but also drinking. Maybe you're smoking something, and you're doing having a little bit of fun. Yeah. I I like the the movement of it, and it's fun. Like skiing down a hill is great. It's not a lot. I of was effort. telling this to a buddy. I think that skiing and snowboarding is like kind of the golf of the winter right now. hundred yeah, like percent. All these people who like a lot of people who didn't golf were just starting to try golf yeah. last summer because it was just something else to do. Yes. It's the same for skiing and snowboarding right now. People, I I've seen people just buying the gear, and I mean. Those industries must be doing. Oh man, well. I can't believe I didn't call Martok to see if they wanted to advertise. That was stupid of me. I should have called them back in when snow started. Yeah, like they their numbers, Martok and Wentworth, their numbers definitely have gone up. Yeah, golf courses have gone up. Last summer, I got a buddy that works out in uh, I think Penn Hills, maybe. Nonetheless, memberships through the roof. Mm-hmm. Those uh, stop-ins, you know how you know fifty bucks for a round. Those. Because it was the only thing to do. Only thing to do. I was like the same boat too. I was golfing whenever I had an opportunity. I'm calling my dad. Hey, dad, you got an old pair of clubs? Yeah, sure. I'm using those ones. But I'm out. I'm doing something. Yeah. You know, it's... what else are you going to do right now? Yeah, so I think... At least last summer. But And that was another thing that really fired people up when those restrictions were lifted. 
or when they were sorry re re-implemented by the province mm. they said anyone in hrm couldn't go to like martok or wentworth or something like that yeah so people here just and it's one of those things you're when you're skiing you're wearing a mask you're on your own chairlift you're kind of yeah. you're so separated that i understand you're outside yeah i understand why people be a little frustrated about not Definitely. being allowed to do that but yeah. within a week like you just, said it's justin just... when you get to hit a real hill where you can like go up to the top and you could take like a bunch of different one like runs yeah. down and it's like you could take a half hour if you want to get down the hill yeah. on some of those big ones it's like you, like it just what you're saying like it's so nice well when i was talking to my it's buddies so last sick. night because they both of them are not pro skiers but like they've skied way more than me and they say on the way down a hill if you look to your right and left every now and then you'll just see like a fire pit with a couple chairs oh, really? and that's kind of just like a welcoming sign it's like yeah you don't have to go all the way up the hill all the way down the hill to take a second you know have a beer on the hill there's a fire right there with a couple chairs around that means everyone's welcome so there's like a culture within skiing yeah. that i was unaware of and now i'm aware of it and huge fan yeah i just i, I really want to yeah. go again yeah. i've been to hills uh i think about Mount Saint Anne or Mont Tremblant, they have one where it's like you go halfway down the hill, you stop, and they have like a sugar shack. You know how they do? Yeah, those yeah, in yeah. Like that's awesome. Where they tap the syrup awesome. from the trees and they put it on the stick. Yeah. You literally halfway down the hill, you just go in and you just grab one. It's like free, and they yeah. just give it to you, and then you just like you like suck it on like a, a maple <laughs> pop. Yeah, you yeah. like skiing down the hill, and then Sunday River, they have like a restaurant, a full restaurant halfway up the hill. So you come halfway down, you stop Love at like that. a cinnamon bun, and then you like go down to the rest Love of the that. hill. Like there's a bunch of examples of just like yeah. And you got people who just started skiing this year who are like are already over Martok, and they're like, oh, I'm not going to Martok. That hill's too small. Yeah, no, no, I know. Yeah, yeah. Like, no, I'm going to Wentworth. Like this yeah. is so much better. And, and it's just crazy to me to think like you just started and you're already, you know, over it's, one of the two skills. <laughs> it's crazy in like this area. There's some nice ones in Cape Breton, but is there? Yeah, from okay. what I hear, I think Indianish has some oh, pretty yeah. nice ones. There's a, a when you look at the rental prices of a ski and the boots and the like the the helmet and the poles. It's like okay, you're probably paying fifty bucks for everything for like the day. Mm. And if you think about it, like if you're gonna ski for a good portion of your life, it's almost worth it just to buy a pair of skis, buy a pair of boots, mm. buy the poles and the helmet if you're gonna be doing it more often than you think. Yeah. So you say, cause like we're going to like I said, if we do go to Montreal Blanc next year, hopefully by the time we go to Montreal Blanc, I get maybe like ten skis in, and it's like okay, maybe I should just buy my own stuff rather than spending the fifty dollars every time. Totally. And I've had like, some buddies have done that Montreal Blanc trip yeah and I've heard it's worth it so yeah yeah that that's definitely hopefully I mean I mean let's like walk before we can run on getting the at least maritime bubble open and then we can kind of expand it because well, people yeah. are wanting a whole Canada bubble right now like that's it, the it, kind of the rhetoric you're seeing online and I'm not sure if I'm there yet I'm happy just getting the maritime bubble for the summer yeah I think that we I could you know from a personal perspective it'll be interesting like I asked this I've asked this question to a lot of people how long do you think you'll be allowed back into a Halifax Moosehead game with 10,000 people with a mask and 10,000 people without a mask? So right now you got to give me two dates. So answer the first one with a mask. Well, I don't know if they're gonna even if that's even gonna happen. You don't they think? might even skip that. Like with everyone together with a mask on, I don't think that is even a reality. I okay. think there would be everyone together without a mask on, which is you know a future reality. But I think they're going to have this separation. It'll kind of be integrated into separation with masks until everyone's vaccinated. Mm -hmm. Once everyone's vaccinated, then I think you'd get kind of everyone together without it. You I don't know. trust the process a you little know, bit. You know, a little bit. Um, Who wants, I, yeah. I just, I'm picturing a whole stadium with people, with everyone wearing masks on so close together. And it's almost like, is that even effective? Like is that, heater, you, know, you know, it just seems like the mask almost at that point is. Yeah. Because, you know, 25% of people don't wear masks properly. So, yeah. you know. It'll be interesting to see who the first guy is or girl in politics that says, "Okay, let's do it. Let's open up." Yeah. Who's gonna like you know? Texas had that guy the other day, the yeah. the, the mayor, the, the governor. Early. Yeah. So yeah. it'll just you know it'll just be interesting to <laughs> yeah. see who that person does it. Would it have to be Trudeau? I'm gonna, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna put my money on Kenny in Alberta. Like <laughs> okay. just personally, yeah. I just feel like of any premier in the standing country, next to a cow, you know, giving the announcement. I, Listen, I, I can, you know, I feel confident that I didn't actually say that was. Pretty pure confidence that it would be Kenny. Yeah. Um, but uh, could be Ford, could be anyone. We're not sure. But it's gonna be a hell of a speech. Where I'm putting my money down on. Yeah, I know. It's gonna get picked up everywhere. So you gotta, yeah. you gotta you give a date. You, you gotta give a date. A on date? Oh, I didn't yeah. give a date. That's right. Uh, I'm putting it at a at till like everyone's maskless at a, at a moose. Head okay, team. sure. Everyone's maskless. Everyone has you know probably like, double fisted beers and in the game. Year and a half. Like the year start, and a half. The start of September. Yeah, man. 
So I, not this September coming up. Not next this September. September. Yeah. Aren't they saying they're trying to have all like all Nova Scotians vaccinated by like July? Of this yeah, year? but even with vaccinations, like they're gonna have all them vaccinated by June. I think they said, but I still think just with Nova Scotia, look at the cautious approach they've taken for a whole year. I just don't. Th- anything happens. It's easier know, said than done because, to get everyone vaccinated. You know, and then there's the questions on the. Uh, uh, how the vaccine works and how people are impacted by it and how long it lasts mm. for. There's a lot of, you know, that those questions starting to come up. There, there's questions on, I think I saw on Moderna of how long it actually lasts for with you only get one shot and two shots. Mm. So, I mean, that June date is one shot for each person, right? And so some people need two people shots. Need two shots. But the Johnson one is one. The Johnson shot is one. But then the... Um, uh, AstraZeneca, you're not sure how effective it is. So there's just so much. You can say vaccinated by June, yeah. and people just think, oh, pandemic's done. But it's like, okay, let's kind of. And it's also the situation where there could be like great news that just like comes out. At, like, we don't know. Yeah. Like, great news that comes out next week. And yeah. it's like, oh, like you only need one, and it's going to be great. You know what I mean? Like, we never know. And then you open up travel to the States, and then there's an outbreak of people from the States in your province. You know, like there's just those mm. little things that could happen. Yeah. You know, with a fully vaccinated local population. So it's just too many uncertainties. It's it's so hard to guess. Yeah. I feel like for a whole year we've been like, oh, I think it's going to be this day. I think it's going to happen at this time. And I'm just, you know, I'm just going day by day at this point. You have to. Yeah. You just yeah. got to go day by day. There's a point where you try to keep up with it. Like Mark does. He watches the Dr. Strang good every for day. Him. But uh, I can't. Like, uh, I just, I feel like he's saying the same thing. It's like, okay, yeah. just mask. Good. No mask. All right. Yeah. Let me know. Like, who's. And I'm of the opinion sometimes, like, we, we see Rankin there, and it's just Dr. Strang talking the whole time. I was like, can we just talk to Dr. Strang? Like, what is Does Rankin, Rankin say anything? He just comes in at the top and just says, like, kind of rehashes the press release they gave out that day on the number of cases, how many tests there were, how many negative tests, how many, com- like, compile all the positive tests there were for the pandemic, and then just, like, and here's Dr. Strang. And yeah. so just, like, Tone separate, separate the politics from public health. It's kind yeah. of. If I'm advocating for anything, I say that. That that would be it. I try to keep as neutral as I can on those things, but yeah, yeah, I think it's I think it's necessary at this point. So we'll see. Yeah, anyway. this is gonna be interesting to see the. Tra- how much are we at? How much time are we at right now? Uh, Forty-five minutes. It'll be interesting to see the travel restrictions with the vaccine. There's a lot of people out there that are against the vaccine that yeah. don't want to get it. And I've seen a couple of trending topics on Twitter of people saying you're not going to be allowed to travel to other parts of the world unless you have the vaccination. Mm-hmm. And that could mess up a lot of people's plans as well. So it'll it'll be interesting to see if that comes into effect. Yeah, I understand the hesitation to a certain extent. And I honestly didn't. At first, I was like, anyone who doesn't want to get a vaccine, I think, just doesn't understand science. But then I actually have another sister who's having a baby in June. Mm. And the tests haven't been done on people who are pregnant. So, mm. you know, that's what her hesitation was for. And yeah. that's why she's going to wait. So. It's the long-term effects I think that people are most afraid of. It's like, yeah. okay, it's, I'm good now, but what about five years, ten years? What's going to... Yeah, but then there's like that deadly virus and what that's going to do to you in five, ten years. And I'm like, I'll take the vaccine. It's a good over. point. That's a good point. I never thought of that. <laughs> that vaccine, that, that, sorry, that uh, virus that's in your lungs and in your yeah. digestive system. Like, yeah. I'll take the, the risk. vaccine backed by science anyway, <laughs> you know? <laughs> like, call me crazy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, opposed to the... That virus that's backed yeah. by no one. We, yeah. Yeah, we, we did a lot well. of comments in our uh, in Twitter's great the global Halifax yeah. comments <laughs> and in the mentions as well. Just kind of anti-vaccination, and you're like, ah, oh, you're so dumb. Twitter is a hot dumpster. <laughs> it's a dumpster fire. Twitter right now, yeah. it's amazing in every aspect of entertainment. There's comments under there that just blow your mind away. I kind of backed off from it a little bit. I used to be really immersed in it. And I'm like, you know what? I'm going to let them just kind of <laughs> yell at each other, and I'll just sit back and watch. I get them. mad at myself reading these, not comments, but what do they call them? Are like they'll, they'll just go at each other for like 20 yeah. tweets. Yeah, like you just go, you're just like, what am I reading right now? But it's so entertaining because the stupidity level it's is just, just through the roof. It's two complete strangers who never met, never will meet, who just think that they're smarter than the other. And then it's like you just put a reply in, and then you just wait. And I've just never understood that form of like argument where you just like you reply and then you're just like waiting at your yeah. computer for the next person to reply. What, what percentage of Twitter arguments have ended in, you know yeah. what? I think you're right. Like, yeah, exactly. I'm glad we like, had yeah, this let's like virtually shake Maybe hands like and move on. And I respect you. And <laughs> Maybe one percent. No. No, no. And when you do, you're like, that was beautiful. That was, yeah. that was beautiful. <laughs> that, was, that was really nice, guys. I'm so happy you guys came to a common understanding, a common ground. Rarely happens. Like, no. It's big on Like I'll find myself during a Leafs game watching Twitter more than the actual uh, Leafs game. Watching the comments. Shout like, out oh, Gordon Bombay. Shout eh? out Coach uh, Bombay. That's our guy right there. Yeah, I but follow no, him. I'll right. watch him more than the Leafs oh, game. He's just, you know, he just throws it out there and he just like lets it, lets people get pissed off. I've bit on I've bit on Gordon Bombay. Yeah. I'm yeah. losing my train of thought here, Jeff. Come on, tone her down there. No. Jesus Christ. Yeah. But no, oh. it'll be interesting. 
I just thought of this with shout outs. There was another I last time I was on the podcast, a friend of mine, I didn't shout him out last time. Aaron Melnick, he's always wanted a shout out each time on this podcast. All right, who's Aaron? Loyal loyal listener. He's the moose for the mooseheads, actually. He's the mascot. What? Yeah, he's the mascot. He used to work for the mooseheads. Are you allowed to say that? Yeah, whatever. It's too late. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone knows he like he, uh, you ever see that? I'm going to say it. I don't care. He should there, come on the podcast. I wonder if he could tell some it. stories Aaron, about being Aaron, come how. on on. Let's do this together. Uh, <laughs> I, I'll say it. This is my favorite story for Aaron. There was this video ended up on TSN of when he lost his head. He like I've, I was at that game. Yeah, that yeah. was Aaron. Awesome. <laughs> he recovered very well. No, he didn't. No, he, I thought he just put his hands up and ran. No, he did. He did this, and then he, tried, he was holding a flag, right? So then he tried to put the head on, but the flag got caught in the head. So he's putting the head on with the flag in. So he was trying to pull the flag out and then couldn't pull the flag out and then had to take the head off, take the flag out, put the head back on. No. Just scary. Maybe I wasn't at that game. I'll pull that game. video up after the podcast because it, it made TSN. I was unwell. It was so funny. It's just my favorite like mascot video. It happened here in Halifax. <laughs> That's he was amazing. Wearing, he was wearing the, the Hal costume, not the moose. Like the yellow one, yeah, 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 like yeah. The how, yeah, and that's... he's usually the moose guy. He wasn't the yellow guys. He wasn't used to this costume. So. Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah, the mean, how yeah. is the how the original? The how's the, the original? original? Yeah, and then they brought the moose in. So the how's supposed to be from like conversation. He's more like with the kids and everything. But then the moose is supposed to be the guy who's you know around the teenagers, yeah, the drunk yeah, teenagers, yeah. like messing with them. Yeah. So that's what his job was. That's amazing. But, the, uh, the game I was at, he just came out. It I, happened it, twice? Oh, it no. was sick. <laughs> I hope this was, man, this was a long time ago. Yeah. How many years has this guy this been doing? This would have been, I'd say, I was at CTV then. It was 2015, 16-ish. Yeah, so it was about maybe. Ago, yeah. Anyways, it was after the second intermission, so he came out, but the ice was fresh, so most slippery. Totally, yeah. And he came out with the two-knee slide with the flag. Yeah. But as he was that first step to push, I think he overstepped stepped it and slipped on the ice Whoa. so we couldn't get the grip from like the mat he, <laughs> he gripped from the, the, the ice slipped fell mask came off he left the mask on the uh, the, the helmet whatever you call it on the ice and just ran off like this and then one of those okay, like, that was one, one of the one t-shirt then, yeah. girls grabbed <laughs> hal's head and ran off with it but oh it was amazing there's nothing funnier to me like that is the epitome of humor like that is as funny as it gets <laughs> it was amazing <laughs> just love it you ever see the raptors yeah. fall down the raptor, yeah, the raptor on the rollerblade fall, fall down the yeah. steps oh my god or the He's shark the bl- when he got stuck in the san jose game yeah that was amazing like, and some the broadcaster ones. was like ah oh, fish out of water and i was like that's pretty pretty good and that's some of the stuff i miss about sports man you know seeing seeing fans in the stands at a tennis game doing something off you're like what's going on there Uh hockey game remember when the guy in chicago pulled off that other guy's helmet yeah when they're in a scrum because the glass the winnipeg game yeah like moments like that are just iconic it's half the game it's it's half the it's half the fun you know and you see like simmons in these fights for the least games and you're like there's nothing there's no energy along the bench but you just wish a crowd was there to get fired up too oh 100 percent, 100 percent. you miss that there was a guy i think in detroit he flipped the puck over the fan over the glass and it hit this guy yeah on the nose in yeah the nose. after he was like making fun of after him, exactly like, <laughs> like one of the most iconic things in in, in sport fan history yeah. unbelievable like of all guys for it to hit yeah like, ten thousand people in a stadium it hits that one dude Oddly enough, I did, like even when I think about like the Moosehead games going. Honestly, I should be working at them rather than going and having a couple beer. But Man. all I want to do is sit in a building with ten thousand people and have beer. I know that's all I want to do. It doesn't even really have to do with the, the game. I just want to be with people. It's it's part of our human nature. We want to be together. We want to. You just you want that. I keep going back to those Thunderbirds games and just oh, how much man. fun they were and like just leading up to when everything shut down in March and like I just don't know lacrosse too well, so it was one of the sports where I could just get drunk and watch a sports awesome. game and then just yell at people and awesome. like I just want to do that. family <laughs> yeah. environment. Yeah, exactly. It was unbelievable. Yeah. I hope they do well when they come back. Uh, I, know I know the NLL canceled this, the rest of the season, but. I hope that things go well when they come back. I actually just did an interview with Kyle Jackson. Oh, yeah. How's he yeah, doing? Yeah, he's doing fantastic. He's got a little kid now. Nice. Him and Dana. So uh, shout out to them, too, for sure. Yeah. Um, yeah, he's he's doing this uh, school reading program. He's teaching kids about, like, indigenous connections to lacrosse. And, okay, and nice. He's just, so he's still still working away, still repping the Thunderbirds brand. And so what are they doing right now? Like, what's their... He's the only one that's actually here. The rest of them all kind of live back okay. there. I think a lot of them live in Ontario. I think they come from down in the states philly yeah I'm not positive. Or, uh, rochester rochester yeah. yeah 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 um so they're kind of all living but he's one of the only ones <clears throat> they just bought a house out this way so okay cool yeah he's he's doing a lot of great stuff um, that's good out this way and yeah i'm with you he's excited to get back we're excited to get back we're all looking forward to it yeah normalcy yeah. normalcy for sure yeah. yeah just going down to the metro center scotia bank center and just 
setting up shop, pulling the laptop out, get on the Wi-Fi, and just getting to work. Did you, know? you get those like phone memories when you look back and your phone reminds you of like a year ago, yeah. and you just see like Memorial Cup and you yeah. see all these yeah. different. Just you look yeah. at it and you miss it. It's part of the. I miss it. It's part of the industry that it's rewarding going to free events and getting to talk about it. Yeah, well, you know, we kind of like met each other. Yeah, exactly. Sure. It was at the Mem yeah, Cup. At the yeah. Mem Cup. Yeah. New, new of you guys but actually like we were up there working mem cup the whole week so yeah we had no business being there but god damn it we we sat <laughs> down and we it. and we we got to work just just stomping on sports net just doing interviews with players screw it that's <laughs> gonna be i was thinking of that this morning in the shower i was like that well obviously like where did i meet you and i was thinking there and that's where i met you but i was like that's gonna be the story when i'm a 90 year old man sitting on my lazy boy telling 100%. my grandkids yeah. you want to see something yeah it's a story we I tell you guys. And it's great that we have footage of it and care. video yeah. of it. You just went and just said, fuck it. What's the worst <laughs> thing that happens? You get kicked out. And you got a great story. We're still talking about it a year and a half. Later. Oh, I'll never stop talking about that. I, I might get it tattooed, illustrated on my back or something. That's how good of a story it is. I fucking I love forward, that story. I look forward to seeing that ink. That would be a good one. <laughs> no, man, but it'll be great to it'll be great to be back to a somewhat of a, of a normal yeah. life here. Yeah, I definitely can't wait to. So, Hopefully, we, maybe some sports this summer. Maybe some form of normalcy. Be nice to go to there. those Wanderers games. Wanderers games, yeah, that'd be good. Summer, even like softball that was so delayed last year, like just rec yeah. softball that we we I think that started like late August. We yeah. could play in the fall, so hopefully we get a whole season playing at the that. Commons. Yeah, on the way home, stop at McDonald's, pick up a nice one dollar large Sprite mixed with, with Fruitopia flurry, yeah, or something. something. Like that. Yeah, unreal. Hundred percent. There's so. things in Halifax in the summer that are just can't replace it. There's people from Ontario that come home for the summer just because you know they know it's way better than so Ontario. Much better. Like it's I just did it every year. Yeah, yeah do you? It's every just every single year I came back home. From it's university. like it, the like yeah. summer in Halifax starts May two four. Yeah, like you go down to Lower Deck and you did like that that Sunday yeah. night you got Monday off and you're yeah. like summer started. Yeah, and then it goes you know till like mid October and then it kind of fizzles yeah. out to the phase we're in now. We're at the part right now where we're thinking it's going to be great. Sun's coming out, but then we're going to get hit with that one snowstorm. Stupid storm. That March, one storm. Yeah. yeah. And then things will slowly go back to there's spring a, slash summer. Yeah, there's always a late March storm. And, you, yeah, you get that false, false optimism for sure. Yeah, you start pulling yeah. the shorts out, the T-shirts. Well, tomorrow you start... I got a whole – I'm trying to like a whole afternoon. I'm like, oh, my God, 12 <laughs> degrees. What can I do all day just to enjoy the – yesterday was beautiful too. So yeah. Yeah, that's where we're at. We just see, like, beautiful weather and we're like, yes. Yeah. I'm like, all right, should I get the winter tires off? And yeah. it's like, nah, it's going to be one more Hold storm. On. Yeah, yeah. One more storm. Yeah. Go for, like, a hike, you know? Yeah, like, Oh, yeah. Yeah. Hundred percent. What's sure. tomorrow? Thursday. Friday. Tomorrow's Friday. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, perfect day for. And then right I'm doing the the night shift tomorrow, so I have to start at one o'clock again, and then I'm off at nine. So that's what I mean. I got the whole day out of me after that. So. Man, your life is crazy. It's, I couldn't. <laughs> I couldn't. I need my sleep that yeah. my time. Like my body. Well, you said work eleven, like and I was like, let's do eleven thirty. I'll go home, rock yeah. a quick half hour nap, and yeah. then I'll be good to go. So. I love it. That's how we made it through. And Dedicated to the game. Coffee and yeah, it's it's. Look at all the sponsors on the back of that. Yeah, I know. I noticed that too. It's a uh, roll up the rim time now. So. Oh yeah. They, that's how they. That's how they money. pay for the cars. Yeah. Well, you're living right by a Tim's up there, so it's fantastic. worst Tim's yeah. ever. Yeah. I shouldn't say. Is it? Well, what they is got it? my coffee order wrong. Which you're, Did they get it wrong? Yeah, it's not right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's about right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if they get it wrong, that's right. Yeah, that's not what I heard. But I was like, I'll drink it, but I'm not, I'm not happy. But. <laughs> no, yeah. it's not the best. That's a podcast guest. They'll stop at the Tim's on the way in. They'll be like, all right, I'll be there in two minutes. And then they're here 15 minutes later, and they're too. they're in the lineup at the yeah. drive-through, right? It's a long yeah, line. exactly. Yeah. Jeez, <laughs> wow. nothing changes I'm there. to it, and I'm just so, like so complacent. I was like, yeah, this is just normal, but I, that sucks oh. that every day is like that. Okay. Worst Tim's. Yeah. But now you know. Good to know. Yeah, no, I'll stop at the one in Halifax next time. All right, man. You got any more shout-outs? You want to say hi to anyone? I think that was it. Promote I think anything? No, I think. Well, I mean, obviously, Global News Morning. We're on six to nine every morning, Monday to Friday. So come come tune in with us. See what's <laughs> going on for the we rehash the news of the day. So. Keep up to date on what's going on. We got it all. So awesome. Yeah, that's, my, that's the only plug I got. <laughs> well, thanks yeah. for coming in. No, man. I appreciate for it. Me. Always appreciate talking to you guys and meeting you, Jeff. It's been good. Yeah. All right. We're out. Everyone, thank you very much for tuning in. Uh, Am I supposed to be promoting anything right now, Jeff? I got anything? I got something. But I can't out think about it right <laughs> figure now. Figure it out after. Yeah. You just listened to a whole podcast. So just listen to that. We're good. Have fun. Stay safe. Enjoy the weekend. We're out. Peace. Drug dealer benzes with gold diggers in them And elevator condos On everything I love This ain't a wave or a phase Cause all that shit fades This lifestyle's forever when you made They tweet about the length I made them wait What the fuck you expect When a nigga got a cape and he's great Ovens full of cakes that he bakes Still spreading paste The love just accentuates the hate This is for my bodybuilding clients moving weight just 
like a shake. Play amongst the stars like the roof in the wraith. Get the table next to mine, make our bottle servers race. These are the games we play, we are the names they say. This is the drug money your ex nigga claim he makes to all of my young niggas. I am your ghost in your raid. This is my purple tape, save up for rainy days and baby mama wishes. Along with the side bitches, they try to coexist, end up wishing you die, bitches. Stood on every couch in the A at the black party. No jury on, but you richer than ever. Everybody, you laugh a little louder. The DJ say your name a little prouder. And we don't need a globe to show you the world is ours. We can bet a hundred thousand with my safe hold. My number's looking like a bank code. These are the games we play. We are the names they say. This is the drug money your ex nigga claim he made. Ain't no stopping the champagne from popping the draws, from dropping the laws, from watching. With Ye back shopping, the cars and the women come with options. Caviar facials remove the toxins. This ain't for the conscious. This is for the mud made monsters who grew up on legends from out of Yonkers. Influenced by niggas straight out of Compton. The scale never lies. I'm 2.2 incentivized. If you ain't energized like the bunny for drug money, or been paralyzed by the sight of a drug mummy, this ain't really for ya, this is for the Goya, Montoya Who said I couldn't stop then afforded me all the lawyers The only kingpin who ain't sinking Chess moves that made my third eye ain't blinking Stay woke nigga or get out Still pull them whips out, still spread the chips out Might buy your bitch some new hips and yank a rib out The message in this music all my niggas had to live out These are the games we play, we are the names they say This is the drug money your ex nigga claim he made